financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello and welcome to Financially Tuned. My name is Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. Now, if you'd like to contact us, you can give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com. That's short for Nevada Retirement Planners, nvretirementplanners.com. Now, stay tuned because later on in the show, we're going to have a special offer for you. So don't change that channel. Now, today we're going to talk about financial well-being and ways to help you achieve it. Now, oftentimes people can confuse having wealth and financial security, but let me explain how they're different. Now, you could measure the net worth of your coworkers, friends, and family to compare it with your own or the accumulation of money or stock positions they have or assets they've accumulated, but financial security is different. Being financially secure is being confident that you have enough resources to cover your financial needs. And that is unique to everyone. Yeah, I, I can see where you're going with this. This should be a great topic for today's show. You know, how do we feel about our finances? And uh, Eric, uh, I've always uh, wanted you to get in touch with your feelings. You know that. It's tough for me, <laughs> you know. You're going to be like a psychologist for us today or psych. Uh, is that what it is? A psychologist or a psychiatrist? Is that what we need? Well, the psychiatrist prescribes feelings. drugs. Uh, oh, you I know, see. So they're they're more medication type folks. The sure. psych the psychologist is more a PhD type that sure. talks about things. You know, talk therapy and whatnot. So let's do some talk therapy about <laughs> our finances. Get in touch with our financial feelings today. That's, That's what we're going right. to do. Well, before we do that, though, Nevada retirement planners. Uh, this is the busy time of year for you, isn't it? It is. Uh, and I think this year it's been a little more active in terms of folks calling the radio show, wanting to have consultations is, uh, and such, because, you know, the financial markets have just been all over the place uh, to start the year yeah. and they haven't seemed to calm down. Uh, it's, uh, it's now commonplace to have these large swings in our financial markets. And then we've got, uh, you know, news, geopolitical news, uh, national political news, just everything is moving the needle. And things just seem to be uh, more uncertain in terms of investments and, and a clear road ahead. So certainly uh, 
folks calling in and scheduling complimentary consultations, see where their finances are at. Uh, certainly that's picked up. I love it. That's the thing I love about this business so much is, is just meeting with all the, the listeners out there and, and uh, digging into how their finances are, are set up and, and uh, giving them a sense of either well-being or you got some work to do. So anyway, let's get into this, uh, shall well, yeah. we? Well, yeah, actually, first give that phone number because I'm sure as we go through uh, how to achieve this financial well-being and what that means, mm. that listeners may have questions or want to set up that complimentary consultation with you. So what is that phone number, Eric? Uh, it's area code 775-674-2222. All right. Now, to get us started, let's all make sure we're on the same page. Uh, tell us what exactly you mean by financial well-being. Well, I think uh, there's a couple of characteristics of someone who is financially stable. So let's start there. Uh, for one, they have control over their daily, monthly, or even annual expenses. Instead of having their expenses control them, they have control over those expenses. They typically have a budget that they go off of. Wow, what a concept. Uh, and a lot of their financial life is planned out and allocated to different expenses ahead of time. Now, they're also able to meet and overcome financial shock that might come their way. What do I mean by that? Well, uh, how about a market correction, a market drop? How about a medical emergency? Uh, if you've never had one in your life, let me tell you, it's only a matter of time. Uh, I've never had one myself uh, that, was, that was really financially impactful, but certainly I've had lots of clients uh, in their late years and their retirement years that have had, you know, medical emergencies arise and people who are secure in their financial well-being don't let unexpected situations throw their finances completely off track. They're typically on track to meet their challenges and their financial goals. Uh, maybe they're saving for a down payment on a house or maybe simply squirreling away money for retirement, but they have a plan and they're working toward it. Lastly, I think those with financial well-being possess a certain amount of financial freedom that allows them to make decisions to help them enjoy life, whether it's taking a family vacation or splurging on a toy, maybe a new boat. Uh, people with financial well-being have enough control over their finances that they can make choices to spend their money how they want to, not always how they have to. But this isn't a one-size-fits-all definition. Uh, in order to get a place of financial well-being into your life, you have to think about what you envision for your life, how you want to live, and the choices that you need to make now and in the future in order to get there. Well, yeah, and obviously there are many different uh, strategies and uh, paths you can take. Like you said, everybody's different but I know that's what you help people do. Now, how does somebody figure out where they are on this whole financial well-being scale? Well, a lot of people naturally measure their financial well-being, but for those who don't, it's useful to get into the habit of taking what we will call your financial emotional temperature. Now, whether you need to be reminded to do it at your annual visit with your advisor or maybe during tax season when you meet with your tax accountant, it's a good time to stop and reflect on the past year or so 
and how you feel about it. How do you feel about your finances? Where are you? Uh, how are you measuring your journey? Uh, and if you're not sure how to reflect on that, ask, your th- ask yourself things like, you know, over the last few months, how often did you feel joy, peace, satisfaction, or pride in relation to your financial situation? On the flip side, how often did you feel negative emotions like stress, anger, or helplessness in regard to your finances? These can be tough questions, but good questions to get the ball rolling on your own analysis of your financial well-being. Yeah, and I know you can help them do that. You have that, uh, first of all, that color of money risk analysis is is a great (laughs) starting point, isn't it? Yeah, and sometimes people are even fearful of of even starting the process. And what I tell folks that uh, come in for a, an initial consultation uh, is, look, one of two things are going to happen. Uh, we're going to identify some areas in your financial life that uh, you can improve on. And I'll definitely have some suggestions on how to achieve those improvements. Or I'm going to tell you you're on track uh, and tell you you're doing everything right. Uh, it's not always uh, necessarily the rule of thumb that when folks come in for a consultation, their finances are in disarray. Oftentimes, people are coming in just for what, uh, just for a confirmation that they're doing things right. And believe it or not, it's it's uh, really enjoyable for me to acknowledge that when people have really done a great job with their finances. And I say, you know, you don't need me. Uh, what you're doing is great, and you're on track. Um, but for those that really need an honest assessment uh, from a neutral party that's non-judgmental than that process of a, a complimentary consultation and just really getting a good look at your finances uh, from a third party is a, is a great exercise. So I think a lot of uh, times at the core of a lot of people's unhappiness when it comes to their finances is issues uh, with keeping up with the Joneses. Uh, think about how much you compare yourself to others, Uh, or more importantly, think about who you are comparing yourself to, Uh, whether it's friends, families, coworkers, uh, neighbors, uh, and how often are these comparisons negative? Uh, It's commonly said that the comparison is a thief of joy, and I think that applies to finances too. Another important thing to consider is who you look up to in regards to your finances. Is there anyone in particular that you admire for how they balance their work, their life, uh, their fun time, or maybe how they manage and deal with stress? One of the things that you can do to help achieve financial well-being is to choose a mentor or a role model or a coach that shares the values that you would like to mold your life around and who makes wise financial choices. Right. And that's that's the key right there to make wise choices. And I know that's what you help your clients do. And, and folks out there can uh, call and talk to you about this because uh, we really do take risks, but we need to make sure that we're comfortable and we don't let our emotions uh, carry us away. Um, now, I think this is all great. This is good. And it's a great way to start this thought process. Um, we're going to have to take a quick break here pretty soon, but is there anything else you want to talk about before we do? Well, one thing I want to add, and, and we can see examples of, of folks that 
that don't really have plans regarding their finances. And on the uh, on the surface, we would look at these folks and look up to them and admire them for the great wealth that they have, but they don't have financial security. And, and the most common examples are, uh, you know, famous people like athletes, where you know over the career of an athlete, they've made, you know, millions upon millions of dollars, but yet they had no financial plan uh, and they didn't know how to manage their finances. They didn't know uh, who to trust. And so they managed their own finances and they managed to squander all the great wealth they had. So they did uh, have the ability to earn a lot of money, but they didn't have the ability to manage that wealth and retain it and help them make uh, their life better and achieve financial security. Uh, they end up at the end of their athletic career. They have no job skills, no training, uh, and no money. And uh, they become destitute. They file for bankruptcy and all these bad things. And all of those things can be avoided. That's what's so tragic about it. Um, and so uh, all of that revolves over getting a handle of your finances and, uh, and really taking an objective look and moving the goal of not just accumulation, but financial security. So uh, if sitting down and thinking about your financial life and trying to establish financial well-being, if it seems overwhelming to you, then please, by all means, work with a trusted financial services professional. Call. They'll help you in creating financial plans that will work for your unique situation. Uh, you can certainly visit my website at nvretirementplanners.com or our listeners are free to call the office 775-674-2222 and set up a complimentary consultation. Losing a spouse can be devastating. When it occurs, there is a whirlwind of emotions and decisions that need to be made. The last thing you want to do is worry about your finances. At Nevada Retirement Planners, we specialize in helping women make financial life transitions a little bit easier. That is why we have put together a helpful guide titled, The Top Six Things Every Woman Should Do Before the Death of Their Spouse. Give our office a call today at 775-674-2222 or online at nvretirementplanners.com and we will be happy to send you a copy. Life transitions are not always easy, but we can help make them simpler. And now back to Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always, my jovial co-host, Tony Shore. Now, the title of this show is How Do You Feel About Your Finances? And in the first segment of the show, we talked about what it means to have financial well-being and some of the questions you can ask yourself to determine where you are on that spectrum. Yeah. And obviously, uh, you have uh, some tools online that our listeners can use to figure this out or help them. And a chat with you will really help as well. And I know you're offering that today. What's the phone number they can call for that? Uh, 775-674-2222. Uh, if you get the voicemail, just please leave your contact information. I'll call you back. All right. Well, now that we've established what it means to have financial well-being, Eric, Talk to us a little bit about why it's so important. Well, I think that, uh, that that finances are always near the top of the list for life stresses that people deal with. Now, while stress is a normal part of life and isn't completely avoidable, uh, 
uh, it can have serious ramifications if it reaches unhealthy, prolonged levels. I mean, one of the definitions of financial well-being that we talked about in the first segment was the ability to make decisions that allow you to enjoy life more. So, of course, it makes sense that being secure in your finances can contribute to your overall emotional well-being, too. Now, on the flip side of that, I'm sure we've all had real examples in our own life or those around us of times when maybe our finances weren't on the right track and it affected our overall sense of well-being. We don't have to have a sense of overall emotional well-being. Sometimes we can make choices that are derived from fear or anxiety, and that can take a seriously negative toll on our financial well-being. Yeah. Yeah. It, huge. Uh, I imagine it can take a big toll and that makes sense. So would you say that uh, emotional and financial well-being are directly related to one another then? Well, of course, your relationships with your family and friends are more important than your finances. But I think at one point or another, we have all let our finances affect even our closest relationship. Yeah. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum, when you have a strong sense of financial well-being, it allows you to feel at peace and fully appreciate the relationships uh, and life that you have. I would also point out that when you feel secure and stable emotionally, we generally make wise, more calculated financial decisions uh, and certainly decisions that are not under duress. Uh, a lot of times people make poor financial decisions when they're in emotional distress. Uh, a situation is is adding to the stress, uh, a financial situation. And that's why we joke about people buying, you know, fancy sports cars during a midlife crisis uh, and, and other examples like that. But generally speaking, when our emotions aren't in check uh, is when people make reckless or impulsive decisions that may affect their future financial life negatively. Um, I read recently about, uh, uh, there's always articles that come out when we have a big Powerball uh, jackpot winner. And there was one article that uh, I read in the New York Times about uh, a financial advisor that, that they asked the question, if you have a client that comes into a very large sum of money, what is your recommendation? And I thought his answer was great. He said, my recommendation is to do absolutely nothing for at least six, eight, or maybe 12 months. Wow. Live your life exactly the way you live it. Don't emotionally make these decisions now that you have this newfound wealth. Let the wealth, let the situation sink in. Yeah. Uh, live your life the way you live it and make very deliberate, calculated decisions without emotion, without the euphoria of this newfound wealth that, that will cloud your judgment. Uh, and I just thought it was a brilliant uh, answer to just do absolutely nothing. Pretend you didn't win the money, essentially, uh, for at least six months. Uh and he went on to say, you know, people that are contemplating changing jobs, they should do the same strategy with anything big in their life. Uh, just take an extra amount of time 
uh, to weigh everything out and don't make any emotion-based decisions that can really get you uh, in trouble. So I just love that uh, that analogy, and, and I think it's important. And I've seen clients that do the same thing. And uh, to be honest with you, Tony, I'm, I'm sometimes it, it sets off a red flag with me if I have uh, a, a potential new client or uh, or an existing client that is uh, willing to just change directions uh, at the drop of a hat, uh, and, and that that kind of sends off uh, the signals in me: warning, warning. Are we making the right decision? And and so I usually urge uh, patience and and uh, reflection and things like this. And uh, I think it usually works out better that people make better decisions when they can get their emotions in check and and really just think about the big picture and 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 remove emotions yeah yeah and i think that's true too good point now are there certain things that we need to try to avoid to keep that financial well-being on track well i i mean you can't completely protect yourself from unexpected trials along the way. That's why they're unexpected. Uh, but there are certainly attitudes and biases that can often prevent us from acting in our own best interest that are good to be aware of. Uh, for example, there's a tendency of investors to react much more strongly uh, to negative news uh, than to positive news. And I mean, that's just our DNA that goes back from you know, the early origins of man where our survival instincts uh, are so enhanced that, uh, you know, anything negative we're, we're very fearful of. And uh, and also when we experience pleasure, uh, we tend to uh, not cement it into our memory as much uh, as we do negative things. But, you, you know, in the same sense, we also tend to put more weight on and focus too much on what is happening in the world and incurred events. Instead of looking at everything from a larger big picture scale, uh, you know, regardless of what state the economy is in right now, I think it's smart to think long-term and think about how this period fits into your overall financial picture and plan, not just to become overwhelmed with the current state of things. Uh, another thing to avoid is just following the herd mentality and buying or selling because that's what everyone else seems to be doing. This is when investors tend to buy securities at the top prices uh, and as a result of the following the crowd. I mean, who has not seen Bitcoin on yeah. the news or in the newspaper and people have no idea what Bitcoin is. And there's all this interest and in, I've got to get in on Bitcoin. Uh, it's a craze right now. And it's just an example of people following the herd mentality. They think they're missing out if they don't get invested in this. That's not what I do here at Nevada Retirement Planners. We invest uh, for the big picture for the long term. So uh, let's keep things in context here. Uh, it wouldn't derail his finances in any way. Uh, it wouldn't. Uh, but I think that uh, uh, he needs to just stay on track and do what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, and and avoid any of these negative uh, emotions that are going to impact his financial life. Yeah. Well, because of all the coverage it gets and kind of even even because it's sort of a mystery and no one, you know, uh, you hear all these different explanations, you know, the whole 
uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrency thing uh, has garnered, you know, everybody's like, oh, I should be a part of that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I could get rich. I heard somebody got rich. <laughs> so yeah. it's crazy. Well, it's crazy to think like that. You know, one guy got rich. It's like a pyramid scheme or a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, one guy is getting rich. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, you know, initial public offerings, another example of it where people say, hey, this company is, is going to go public and I got to get in on this. Uh, what people don't realize is overwhelmingly initial public offerings fail. Yes. Uh, most yeah. companies, you know, the reason they go public is to raise funds. Uh, to grow the company. So they don't really have an established business model uh, that they can grow organically through profits of whatever their type of business they're engaging in. So they raise uh, stock uh, offerings. They have initial stock offerings to raise capital to invest in the company, do whatever they're going to do. But it's very risky even to do that. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I just, I just, do my best to try and steer people away from things like that. And, and so oftentimes it seems, Tony, that the people that are willing to gamble the most are the ones that have the most to lose, which is really sad. You know, um, I don't, you know, it's funny. We, I've lived in Nevada for 30 years and I don't gamble. Uh, I'm too competitive. I don't like losing in that way. Right. Me either. Uh, and, Me either. And, and yeah. And I just go, you know, I, I just, ah, uh, but I've learned that, that really the people that achieve long-term financial well-being, and I've got a lot of incredible examples with clients. A lot of them come from just very, uh, uh, very, uh, you know, industries, jobs that don't really pay a lot. Uh, I can't tell you how many teachers I have, retired school teachers who have a greater sense of financial well-being that someone in my business that made hundreds of thousands of dollars a year uh, but never put money away, lived a, a real high-impact lifestyle, uh, uh, you know, obvious consumers of, you know, sports cars and whatever. Uh, but, you know, these school teachers that made 30, 40,000 a year for life, but always set aside money in their retirement plans. Uh, and they end up, you know, 65 years old, they retire, they've got a pension. Uh, they've got a lot of money set aside in their retirement plans, and they've got a greater degree of financial security than other folks I've uh, uh, I've uh, engaged with that have made hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, per year over their lifetime. But you know, they're they're uh, leveraged up to their eyeballs in debt, mortgages. Their lifestyle consumes so much of the income that they never really saved a lot of it aside and here they go wow i wonder how i'm going to afford my lifestyle uh now that i don't work anymore and, and they just can't do it right. so um it's so fun to go through these things and 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 with my assistance help our clients uh accomplish their income goals their financial goals you know, set them up with the tools and the planning to help them be financially secure. It is so rewarding for me to do this for my job, to get paid, to see people achieve senses of financial security, whatever it is in their life. And so uh, for our listeners that 
feel that they need help with this process, please visit my website, uh, poke around. There's lots of great tools you can download. The website address is nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call in the office and set up a complimentary, that means free, complimentary, no obligation uh, financial review. Uh, I'll check and see if you're on track for financial security and retirement or uh, have some very concrete ideas on how you can make adjustments uh, to meet your goals and retire financially secure. All right. Well, I think that's excellent, Eric. Good show today. What's that phone number one more time before we go? Are we leaving already? Have we already gone through this show? We've <laughs> we got to have. have a version number two of financial security. I think we tapped into something here, Tony. I think but, so. Uh, of course, the phone number 775-674-2222. I uh, just want to reiterate, the first thing you can do uh is just be aware of how your emotions and biases may come into play in your financial lives. Uh, and if you want some independent, neutral uh, advice or just to see where you're at in your financial life, please give me a call and set up a complimentary consultation. Uh, you'll be glad you did. All right. Thanks, Eric. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our amazing host, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners, and myself, your co-host, Tony Shore. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 